0: Josh and I are sitting here talking about what it's like to uh, go back to sleep after you sleep. <laughs> yeah. early In the morning, especially. Right. Now, I'm not one to normally remember dreams, but I seem to right. remember them more like in the morning time. Correct. And let's just talk about dreams a little bit. Sweet dreams are made of these. That's probably a copyright infringement or something. Like that. Hey, just don't say anymore. We're good. All right talk about dreaming in the early morning today on curiosity continuum Everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum
1: is an industry innovating, non traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation.
0: We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine and mix essential elements needed to empower people to succeed
1: in new ways not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious
0: people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you hear and want to dive deeper, visit us at curiositycontinuum.com. Please don't judge us on the state of our website. We do need a little bit of a spruce up and we know that. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation.
1: All right, Brian. So we were just kind of chatting in between uh, recording our last episode and this one, and we were just starting to talk about sleeping, and Brian had heartburn, and I'm like, well, we got under the thing of dreams. And so you just thought, let's just hit record and talk about it.
0: Well, you were starting to share your dreams. And you have to understand, folks, that when Josh shares something that he's dreamed, I generally am always entertained. <laughs>
1: by <this whole> <laughs> I do have a kind of a very, uh, I would say it's very, like, interesting things I dream about. It's always like this jumbled mess a lot of times.
0: Do you find that you dream more? when you're in a stress phase or like in a relaxed phase both uh and but the
1: dreams are different so if i'm uh first of all i'm very oh, keenly aware i'm almost always not not stressed in some way like i i and i don't always show it like i don't always like the people that that see me they're like oh you're just like relaxed and stuff and i'm like no that's a practiced outward thing that i did because when i was a kid i got uh, you know, I got really depressed and when people noticed I was like that, that's when they started like questioning me and asking me and then being the introvert I am, I didn't want to talk to people. So I learned just to kind of have this outward appearance of being okay, which a lot of times I'm always stressed. I have some kind of anxiety. and It's a level, you know, it goes up and down uh, right now it's, you know, in the evenings, are my less stressed part of the day, which I think is interesting because uh, if you talk to people that have anxiety and stress, a lot of times they start out not stressed and end up stressed by the end of the day because they're, they're going through their day and they're working through their stuff. For me, when I wake up, I'm stressed out and I'm like, okay, I got to do this, this, and this. And as I do this stuff, I actually feel better. So like when Brian and I record this podcast, this is like the best time of the day for me. Part of the reason I like staying up late, because it's like, why would I go to bed and and ruin this, you know? So I like watch movies. I do a lot of stuff at night, um, and because of my job starting earlier, I've kind of like, eh, you know. But but like anyway, to get back to the dream thing, if I'm if I'm just like a normal me like this, it'll be very bland dreams. But if I have something big coming up. Or, like, I'm stressed about something else. Like, maybe there's something on the horizon that's coming. I'll have, like, these weird amalgamation dreams. I'll have people in it that I haven't seen in years or people I don't even know. And so they're interesting.
0: So I go the opposite direction. Generally, I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I got time. And throughout the course of the day, just because I I probably ask too much of myself in a day, most often, just because want to always you know, move the ball forward more than I do. I think at the end of the day, when I also kind of settle into feeling like I should be able to relax, I also feel like I didn't get enough done. And so sometimes it's like I want to kick it into gear at night. Now, part of it, honestly, is I love the nighttime. I find it calming. Like driving at night is one of my favorite things. Yeah. It stresses my wife out tremendously because as she's gotten older, like her eyes that's that's don't, me too <laughs> like driving at night i love it it's yeah it, <laughs> it's just like ah this is so nice so i find that um normally i don't remember dreams and this is this has changed because in my childhood i remember dreams all the time
1: i think as kids we do and i think part of that is because a lot of times they're scary you know they're things that we're not that we're unsure about that we're not and as adults, the dreams are different. They're not necessarily scary, but they're sometimes they're profoundly sad. Or I always when I wake up from a dream by the way, like I always talk about this. Like when I wake up from a dream, I don't really focus that much on what the dream was anymore. I've been focusing on how I feel. Because mm-hmm. right when you wake up, you feel either like anxious or scared or sad. And I find that that's what the dream is trying to convey to me.
0: Now, like that's some, interesting.
1: Something I'm trying to work through on
0: like an emotional level a lot of times. See, I've had emotional dreams. Like if I remember them. And that actually fades quicker for me. I sure. have the thing where like I see it, I perceive it, whatever it may be. And then I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, oh, okay. That was weird. And I kind of, it fades off really quick. Now, there have been times where it's been pretty severe. I wake up and you're like a hot mess. And, and you're life. sweating and you get the cold sweat going. and <laughs> Yep. Yep. Something like that. Generally, um, when I'm in a high stress time, it's always around like large major life decisions. I'm always remembering something. And it's i it's um, I'll call it impressions actually, more than hard visuals most of the time. Right? There's like these concepts that come to me of trying to piece together, I think, like what the driving action needs to be. And they don't even necessarily relate directly to the thought process. But I know my brain is trying to like, I'll almost put it like ring out the the tangents that don't belong in the thought process.
1: Well, so, you know, part of sleep is us figuring out stuff, like our brain figuring stuff out. So like if you had a really hard problem or like if you were working on something at work and you didn't quite get it or maybe you kind of were getting it, or you're, you're learning a new skill. That's why they always say sleep on it. When you sleep on it, you actually do get better at it. And you do wring out some of the things that don't work. I think your brain runs through possibilities. Like, you know, kind of like Doctor Strange in the Marvel movies. You know, he's like, I have 14 million, whatever, you know. And I've, I've wrung out these possibilities.
0: There's only one that works.
1: Yeah. I mean, in, in reality, there's more than one that works. But there's maybe the best one. And our brains are just wired to solve problems for us, uh, even passively solve problems. And so I think that's a large part of that.
0: Every time I hear people talk about the interpretation of dreams, it's always um, fascinating because I find, a, it, it, obviously there's a whole field of study de- <laughs> devoted to dreams. Yeah. Things. And I find it very helpful, especially when I start to go, okay, so what type of dream was it? You know, the, the, probably the most recurring dream I've had growing up or not growing up but in my adult life has been around me not bringing my gym clothes to gym class and I'm in middle school. This I, I've never okay. shared this with you, Josh. Like, no. so, so at our school, like many schools, probably you had like your, your gym clothes, right? The clothes you changed yeah. into to go do, well, phys ed, what they call it down here. We, just, we just call was called ed in Minnesota. And then you go do it and then you change clothes and then you're back about your day. In these dreams where I feel like anxious, like I'm not prepared for something, right? Like in my life, I feel like I'm not prepared for something that's about to come or I'm trying to get ready for something. It is my middle school self not having the clean gym clothes or the gym clothes at all. And it's going to reflect on my grade. It's going to reflect on okay,
1: something. So that's the, the anxious part of you. So yeah. for me, I have a very similar dream. Um, but it's not gym clothes. Like I'll just have no pants on. And in that dream, I'll have no underwear either. Like I will just be, have a shirt and I'll have like, be completely normal, but I have no bottoms on at all. <laughs>
0: and I'm so just like re- Donald Duck.
1: basically. Yeah. I'm like Donald Duck in it, but I'm very anxious in that dream. Well, I'd be anxious if you know. I yeah. Know. But, but what's the weird <laughs> part about that dream is everyone else is acting normal. Okay. And I'm like, no <laughs> this is not like,
0: <laughs> there's something wrong
1: here you know but i think that that's that's the like that's my version of that dream for some reason that to me would be like the worst thing that could ever happen like i walk out of the house with no pants on and no underwear on and don't even realize it no, <laughs> until folks. i get to work you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is, this will be an interesting conversation so I'll, I'll drop in homework for people even though we're not quite done talking about it like what is the dream? What dreams do you have that recur like when you have anxiety that's trying to work through in your life, you know? Um turning it back for a second. I I generally don't try to gain many uh much meaning from dreams cuz oftentimes it's the, it is the random show. Or sometimes there's a very like simple correlative, but there are those profound dreams. And I really do believe that dreams not only can just be your brain working out stuff, but I truly believe that um, there are spiritual things you can perceive just because like you're not consciously trying to engage your brain in the situation. Right. You know, now take this for what it's worth folks. I'll just share this dream. I can only share that it was very real to me. And I remember to this day, there, there was a different, feeling when josh said you you kind of hang on you're trying to perceive what the feeling is after you've had a dream this one hung on me and this struck me very differently so the dream was this folks uh for those of you who don't know i lost my dad to als in 2008 and he started having the symptoms in 2007 in the fall and josh remembers my dad he was always very healthy yeah. And never had problems, and it was a very quick progression. So within a course of about nine months, he was gone. Now, we had, uh, I had gone back down to Tennessee. At that point, my mom was still in Minnesota trying to sell the house and get things ready so she could eventually come down. It ended up being about three years before she came down. Well, I had a dream. And uh, in the dream, I was back in my house in Minnesota. They have to understand, I haven't lived there for years. And there was even, um, it all looked the same. Like, you know, you, when I left high school, and that's what it looked like still. And my mom really didn't decorate all that much, so she decorated once and she was done. <laughs> so it's like, there's some continuity in the dream. The house was clean, and my dad was sitting on the steps. Now, it wasn't that dad didn't sit on the steps, but dad was his self but he was like a healthy version of himself. You could tell there was a glow in his eyes, there was not the the grayness that was underneath, especially as he kind of went through the 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 um all the stuff with a l s and he was just sitting there very calm now, my dad was always pretty collected and calm, and I remember he just sat there and he was very at peace and the way I best describe it is that he was vibrating um. If you've ever seen the movie like Interstellar where like there's, it's kind of like your realities are coming together for a moment. And he was there. And it was like he slowed himself down so that I could perceive him. But I knew that he wasn't in the dimension fully. Does that make sense? I looked at him and I said, uh, Dad, I have questions I have to ask you. I want to talk to you. I, I could feel myself kind of welling up. And he looked at me and said, Brian, it's going to be okay. And I said, I know, Dad. I said, but I really I really feel like I need to ask you some questions and things. And he looked at me and said, it's going to be okay, Brian. And during, I, I tried to start this about two or three different times after that. And his answer was always very the same. He looked me directly in the eyes and said, it's going to be okay. And then I woke up. and We never left the entryway of that house. And I can't tell you how much peace that brought me. But it was one of those things that also kind of haunted me throughout my day. Sure. I'm like in the time when I lost my dad and people obviously in grief will process things differently, but I can tell you this, there were a lot of things that because my dad passed away earlier than we expected and I'm the an only child, my mom is away and I'm in a different state. There's a lot of things I think I was processing. You could say like, well, you're just trying to ring out and say your dad says it's Okay but there are those moments i believe where you have those intersections like those thin places between like what you know how you perceive reality deeper realities of life i'm just going to leave people with that because i think that um sometimes you may try to put too much stock in dreams sometimes you may not put enough and just take a take a moment to pause and say like how you know ask how should i interpret this because it it has stuck with me for years, and it's also brought me great peace at times I've needed it. I
1: think that's it. I think we put a comma there and we just say, howdy, we're gone. It's
0: over. <laughs> Thanks for being my uh, counselors in the, in the listening room, folks. Until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity continuum.